Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Oil and gas extraction in Canada has historically been a disruptive, violating, and fruitless endeavor for the Indigenous communities living on the land energy companies depend on. As conversations around economic reconciliation continue to evolve, many Indigenous nations are seizing on the opportunity to take greater ownership over energy project development on their territories. Charlene Gale, Chief of the Fort Nelson First Nation and Chair of the First Nations Major Projects Coalition, highlights the cultural importance and economic impact of Indigenous-led energy initiatives. Welcome to the conversation piece. Greetings to everyone in attendance today and joining us online across Turtle Island. It gives me great pleasure to be here addressing you today on the unceded territory of the Anishinaabe Algonquin Nation. My name is Charlene Gale. I'm Chief of the Fort Nelson First Nation and Chair of the First Nation Major Projects Coalition. For those who are not familiar with our organization, the First Nation Major Projects Coalition was founded by 11 First Nations and has since grown to include 130 First Nations in seven provinces and territories. We are currently overseeing a project portfolio worth over 40 billion, all of which involves equity positions for First Nation partners. The focus on First Nation equity positions and economic reconciliation is crucial reason why we're here gathered today. Oil and gas pipelines have been running through my traditional territory for almost a century. My First Nation members were never consulted about whether we wanted them built. And we were certainly not given the opportunity to share in the profits. We have not only lived with the environmental impacts of countless projects that we never consented to, but Canada's wealth and global standing were built from it and upon our Indigenous lands with little to none of that wealth benefiting First Nations. The money industry made on my nation's territory have flowed out of our territory through oil and gas pipelines. Unfortunately, First Nations across Canada have not received much, if any, economic benefit from infrastructure projects such as these. While there has been employment opportunities over the years, such as my time working at the Fort Nelson gas plant, it is no longer acceptable for First Nations to miss out on benefits of projects on their lands and the Canadian courts are agreeing with us. The recent legal decision made clear, and I quote, these are BC's own words, that the province must improve its assessment and management of cumulative impacts of industrial development on the Blueberry River First Nation treaty rights, and to ensure these constitutional rights are protected. That Treaty 8 land use decision in our treaty area has set a new precedence for treaty rights across the country. 
Proponents such as Enbridge need to respect our jurisdiction in our territories, which is what our elders and our members have always said. From my experience with Enbridge operating in the Fort Nelson First Nation Territory, their company has stranded a newly built gas plant that never saw a speck of gas due to the market bust. This has had a significant impact on our lands, and our First Nation certainly isn't happy about them clearing 100 hectares just to create an eyesore in a territory that wasn't needed. Along with the promises of many jobs that it would create for our people, it was the same old boom and bust. However, during COP27 in Egypt, I had the opportunity to raise these concerns directly with an Enbridge executive and describe the impacts that it has had on our territory. But it is clear for me from that conversation and other recent examples that Enbridge is on a journey. In my perspective, Enbridge seems to be learning from its past mistakes. Enbridge made the news recently from striking a deal with 23 First Nations and Métis communities with 11.57% interest in seven Enbridge pipelines. I can proudly say that two of those First Nation members are part of the First Nation Major Projects Coalition. Toronto podcast lovers are in for a treat. The Hot Docs Podcast Festival is back for its eighth edition. Taking place October 19th to 22nd, the festival features the New Yorker Fiction Podcast, Under the Influence with Terry O'Reilly and more. Plus, there are industry sessions for podcast makers. Check out hotdocs.ca slash podcast to learn more. From a First Nation perspective, there's definitely a concession involved here. As First Nations, we know these pipelines, in many cases, are going to go through our lands anyways. And we should be, at the very least, benefiting from them, including the ones that we didn't originally consent to. But Enbridge and other companies of its kind are starting to understand what Indigenous economic reconciliation means in practical terms. These companies know that major projects on Indigenous land, which is all of Canada, they must, meet a, they must meet the new bar that has been set. And that bar is that First Nations must have the option for equity ownership of proposed projects on their lands. What I say is, what better measure of First Nation consent is there than First Nations owning the project? I see equity sharing as righting this historical wrong. First Nation equity ownership and access to competitive capital of project financing are a first step in economic reconciliation. First Nations live in different locations across Turtle Island and often have slim choices in what economic development options are available to them. So supporting this economic reconciliation means that the Government of Canada must further invest in Indigenous capacity to action-informed decision-making and accelerate project development while prioritizing free prior and informed consent. Implement a national Indigenous loan guarantee program to support options for Indigenous business partnerships. Look to Indigenous nations to find efficiency in Canada's project regulatory and permitting processes and provide support to First Nations who will require training, education and other supports to benefit from the new clean energy opportunities. First Nations are on the front lines. 
of these impacts and these projects, and we want to be partners in them. My First Nation has taken its own initiative to start the transition to clean decarbonizing carbonizing our grid through a clean energy generating to deca geothermal power plant, 100% Indigenous owned by my First Nation. The last 100 years have been an unbroken period of economic exclusion for First Nations in Canada. And we all must work together to ensure the next 100 years are built on econ economic inclusion and shared prosperity. So with that, I'd like to thank you all for, for being here tonight, and Masi Cho, hi hi, thank you. Charlene Gale is Chief of Fort Nelson First Nation and Chair of the First Nations Major Projects Coalition, and is among the over 800 fantastic speakers that have been featured on the Walrus Talk stage. Subscribe to the conversation piece on your favorite podcast platform. And to register for upcoming events happening online or in a city near you, and to catch up on our archive of the Walrus Talks, visit thewalrus.ca slash events. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.